0: Welcome to the Lake Show Life Podcast, part of the Fan Sided Podcast Network. Now, please welcome your hosts, Jason Reed and Daniel Presciano.
1: Today we have a fun episode of the Lake Show Life Podcast coming at you. Coming at you on Friday, October 30th, 2020, the day before Halloween, Daniel. We got two things going on today. There's no real new new Lakers news. Uh, off season hasn't really started yet. We got like the initial reports, you know, certain players opting out, all that fun stuff. Hasn't really been anything but speculation and you know just fans conjuring up ideas since. So today we got two different lists for you. List number one, draft related. The NBA draft is in about three weeks. Uh, we're gonna go more in depth coverage on this year's draft, but to kind of kickstart that, this episode we're doing a. Uh, a draft of the last, what is that, six drafts since the last time the Lakers made the playoffs, minus 2020. Uh, there's 16 players the Lakers have drafted. Uh, we're going to p- take turns picking these players, and we're both going to put together a starting five plus three bench players. We're going to put that on Twitter, have the listeners vote on which team is better. Uh, spoiler alert, it's going to be mine. And then uh, <laughs> after that, in honor of Halloween, we're doing a, a three, almost a Mount Rushmore, Amount Mount Rushmore minus one. Uh, the three scariest lakers and it could be scary for whatever reason it could be you're actually scared of them it could be scared of them because of what they represent uh we could take this plenty of different directions uh that'll be a fun one i already hear daniel chuckling about the idea i uh, i
0: feel like we could get to a point of a mount rushmore if we have some leftover picks
1: yeah absolutely um yeah i cuz i got six prepared so and i'm sure we won't have i'm sure some of mine are kind of wild cards so i don't think you'll have any of them Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, like I said, no new Lakers news. I wanted to talk about Tristan Thompson having dinner with LeBron James, but Daniel said it wasn't worth it because Tristan Thompson's trash. So that was our, that's our Lakers news for the episode. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Daniel. So how this is going to work. We're doing a snake draft. You already know how it's going to work. I'm explaining to the listeners. We're going to do a snake draft. Anyone from the 2013 to the 2019 draft is available Ah, uh, we are not taking people that were technically the Lakers' picks and then traded. So last year's uh, fourth overall pick, who was it again? Remind me, Darnell. Uh, DeAndre Hunter. Hunter, I would say Darnell Hunter. Is there anyone named Darnell Hunter in any sport? <laughs> I think there's a Daryl Hunter in the NFL no? Darnell. Hunter. Darnell Hunter. I'm oh, there is. That a, up. The oh, yeah, he's the, a Vikings. Oh no, defense. That's oh the, no, Darnell yeah. Hunter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh wait. What's up? Darnell Hunter.
0: Oh no, sorry. I found a story about Darnell Hunter sentenced to 12 years for fatally neglecting his child. Sorry.
1: (laughs) Oh Oh, (laughs) jeez. So yeah, we're not counting those kind of draft picks where uh, it was technically the Lakers, but then they got traded or like Mikel Bridges uh, two years ago. Um, But if it's another player, uh, I don't want to name his name, but that was technically drafted by another team, but then was Traded to the Lakers, but it's one of those oh you know we'll draft the player of your choosing blah all that fun NBA stuff they count so anyone that was actually drafted and at some point you know kind of spent time in the Lakers organization you know some shape or form I'm gonna be going first because Daniel wants to go first in the scariest Lakers I think he's got a funny one uh, in tap so I'm excited for that uh, snake draft now I got a lot of players to pick from and it's actually well balanced there's a few centers. Uh, there's some guys who play center and power forward, power forward, uh, small forward, shooting guard, point guard, uh, and we have to conduct a, a starting five. It can't just be five guards. Um, listeners of the Lakeshore Life podcast probably know who I'm going to pick first overall. Oh no! And that's Brandon Ingram. Okay.
0: <laughs> I was uh, going to say if you were going to take Lonzo Ball first, I was going to, I was going to be like, damn, my team is going to be way better.
1: Uh, I I love Lonzo, I really do, but Ingram is really i i mean there is another person on this list that is broken out into all-star form but on this list i think he's very obviously the best player uh he was fantastic for the pelicans last season he's going to be an all-star for years to come uh you know kevin durant light maybe 85% of what kevin durant is i'll take that you know as an ingram fan um, as a former laker you know uh so yeah first overall pick brandon ingram he's going to be playing now do i have to decide right he's just going to play sh- small forward i might shuffle that around depending on who's available yeah, later you can. in the draft Right now, he's my small forward. Who's your second okay. and third pick, Daniel? So, yeah, so we are doing a snake draft here, right? Yeah.
0: All right, so uh, I feel like I got to take D'Lo, man. Like, I'm not a huge D'Lo guy. I never really was, but he amongst the Lakers, like, draft picks over the last seven years or so, he is, I mean, he, I, I think he's right behind Brandon Ingram. So I'm going to go with D'Lo as my point guard.
1: Okay. Now, I got to ask, on your team, are you banning Snapchat? Is D-Lo not allowed to use Snapchat?
0: Uh, you know, we're just going to make sure that Nick Young is on the team. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, all right. So, damn. Uh, second pick, I think I'm going to ha- – I'm going to go with Julius Randle. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm going to okay. go with Julius Randle here.
1: Okay, let me get uh, – what's your reasoning for going Randle over some of the other players on this list?
0: I don't really see anybody that's better than Julius Randle. I know that might hurt you as a Lonzo ball guy, but like, nah. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't think he's nah.
1: What? Nah. Okay. Julius Randle, man of, uh, he's already been on three teams. Uh, he's on the irrelevant New York Knicks. I'll be honest. I have no idea how Julius Randle did this last season. I, I don't know. It's the Knicks. They're on the East coast. They're as far away as possible from the Los Angeles Lakers. They're terrible, uh, terrible ownership. Julius Randle, he had a good season, 19 and a half. He's a 20 and 10 guy, uh, not an all-star yet, but he puts up great numbers. Um, I can respect that, but I mean, I don't respect you picking him over my Lord and Savior. My favorite basketball player in the league, even though he's not a Laker anymore, Lonzo Ball, my third, my fourth overall pick. Look, man, Lonzo can do it all. He's a great facilitator. He's a great defender. He's a lights-out three-point shooter um <laughs> is he now he's got a great signature line of shoes big baller brand uh his brother gonna be a lottery pick this year that's a dynasty waiting to happen um and look man you know with lonzo comes Lamelo. we'll eventually get Lamelo in free agency my team will uh somehow some way maybe we'll trade up in the draft um we're gonna get Leangelo. he's fantastic uh hopefully he doesn't you know shoplift excuse me but shoplift and uh you know get banned um hopefully that doesn't happen <laughs> Lonzo Ball, man, I love him. He grew up, you know, in Chino Hills, you know, not far from me. I got cousins who, you know, played him. Not They weren't basketball players, but played that school, you know, in that area. Um, and just, I, I don't see how you don't take him. I don't see how you take Julius Randle over Lonzo Ball, but I guess you already have a point guard. So.
0: I don't see how you take Lonzo Ball over Julius Randle. I think, I think it's just your bias showing, Jason.
1: Look, Lonzo hasn't, look, he was not in a good situation in New Orleans, okay? Alvin Gentry did not coach to Lonzo Ball's strengths, all right? Once Lonzo gets in the right situation, he's going to be an all-star point guard next season. That's that's a Reedy's lock. Lonzo Ball, all-star point guard next season. Oh, my.
0: <laughs> you want to put some money down on that?
1: <laughs> uh, no. And if we do, I better get, like, really good odds. Um 500? <laughs> all right. So now we're kind of left with kind of the slop, um, if I'm being honest. Uh, look this is going to be a strategic pick because I'm looking at a a certain position and I feel like there is one player at this certain position that is much better than any of the other options. And I know you love this player. So this is me kind of taking him just so you can't take him. (laughs) And that's a man by the name, Ivica Zubac, my starting center. Yeah.
0: I was going to take him next. I knew you were going to take him.
1: He now starting on the Los Angeles Clippers. He has really blossomed into, you know, a solid uh, NBA starting center. Uh, It sucks that the Lakers traded him for nothing, but, they probably weren't going to pay him after, you know, heading into next or heading into last season anyways. So, I mean, I guess they probably could have got more than Mike Muscala for him. Um, mm-hmm. he, he's young. He's only 22, which is crazy. Do you, can you believe he's only 22? Yeah, that's pretty crazy.
0: And he had a great year defensively, man. I think he's great. I think he's a great NBA player.
1: He's actually 23. Excuse me. But last year was technically his age 22 season. Um, got it. Yeah. Four years of NBA experience. Uh, last two years as a starter, primarily only 23 years old. Um that's fantastic, man. He's gonna blossom into something special. Hopefully he's not on the Clippers long term. Maybe he finds his way back to the Lakers one day. That'd be nice. Uh I'm going zoo with my fourth fifth overall pick.
0: Big zoo. All right. Um <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go rapid fire here. I'm gonna go with Kyle Kuzma and Thomas Bryant. Ugh, Kyle Kuzma? Yeah, I think I think he's probably the best remaining of the slop.
1: Okay. You're at, oh, you have him at the three starting at small forward. Yep interesting
0: Thomas Bryant has really stepped up I think Thomas Bryant is a future semi-star in the NBA
1: yeah Thomas Bryant was someone who I was telling you this before we started recording uh, a few years ago I don't say it wasn't a few years ago no it was a few years ago wow he was on the Lakers a long time ago um he stood out in the G League uh he was fantastic in the G League I think he was all G League first team uh when he played there just averaged like 20 and 10 with like two blocks or something and I wrote an article like hey look this guy could be special you know he could be, you know, a contributor at the NBA level. Not saying he's going to be an All Star or anything, but I was, you know, I wrote that and I had people tell me I was dumb. And he's in the G League for a reason. And now look at him; he got a decent contract from the Wizards. Uh, he averaged thirteen and seven a game at twenty-two years old. Um, I like to pick Daniel Thomas Bryant. Not a lot of people know about him, especially because he's on the Wizards. <laughs> yep. 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 I like that. I like that a lot. <sighs> now you give me some oh. some uh, choices to make here. You got to fill out that starting lineup. Now, see, I, I can look at this in two ways. I can look at this. Am I building a team that is going to be good for eighty-two games, or am I building a team that has to beat your team? Because I have noticed with your team, you got a pretty big team. I mean Thomas Bryant, I have six tens not undersized, but Julius Randle, I mean, he's a he's a standard uh, power forward, but he can also play center. You got Kuzma playing the three, you know, he's kinda he's a little big for the three. Um, Lonzo, I guess he's big. Zubac is big, Ingram's got length. Um, look, I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with someone who I thought should not have been in the Anthony Davis trade. I'm going to go with a man by the name of Josh Hart to start at shooting guard for my team. Um, Yeah, I
0: think that's a solid pick.
1: I, if I could go back, I think I even wrote an article about this a few months ago. Uh, If I could go back and change anything, especially seeing how Markeith Morris played in the playoffs, which the Lakers couldn't have expected that last summer. Um, I think I would have rather traded Kyle Kuzma than Josh Hart. Would you agree with me or do you disagree?
0: I am a huge Josh Hart fan and I'm not a big Kyle Kuzma guy. So I can definitely see the point for that.
1: Okay. Yeah. I just felt like with Josh Hart, um, and I mean, some guys stepped up in the playoffs, which helped, uh, you know, Caruso stepped up, Rondo stepped up, you know, playoff Rondo actually showed up, uh, after we bashed him and said that playoff Rondo didn't exist. Um, but you know, there was a long time there that Kuzma just seemed a little redundant with what the Lakers already had. And then you look at someone like Josh Hart, who could play the two and the three. Um, you know, and I was like, well, he could fit this team better. Uh, I think I still probably would stand. But now Kuzma's kind of good trade bait this off season. I think if they would have kept Hart, they might not have traded him this off season, especially with you know KCP and Rondo opting out. Um, but yeah, if I had to go back, I probably would have traded uh, Kuzma over Hart. But it doesn't matter. They won the championship. Who cares? Now, I got to go yep. with the power forward. I mean, I could go straight to the bench and draft the power forward later, but that I don't know if that's – is that allowed? Could I fill out my bench before drafting my starting power forward, or do I have to draft my starting power forward first? I feel like you can do whatever you want. <sighs> I'm going to go with uh, Larry Nance Jr. on the Cleveland Cavaliers, uh, getting a little bit overpaid. Look, he's a highlight reel. My team, we need to sell tickets. Uh we're not the Los Angeles Lakers. Los Angeles Lakers are taken. We're an expansion team. We are the we're in Seattle. Uh, Seattle will sell tickets. We're in Kentucky. We're in Lexington. We need to sell tickets. Uh Larry Nance Jr., he bangs out. He's a highlight reel. Uh he's sixty percent of what Blake Griffin used to be just in terms of dunks, which I'll take that. I'll take that for the ticket sales. He averages ten and seven a game. Um and if he's my worst starting if my worst player in the starting lineup, I'll take that.
0: Yeah, I think I think you got a good start to your starting lineup.
1: Oh yeah, I look fantastic. I
0: think the decision is easy for me to fill my shooting guard. I'm definitely taking Jordan Clarkson
1: here. Fair, that's who um, I would have picked. Yeah, if I didn't pick. Names. Yeah,
0: I was just I was hoping that you wouldn't double up on Jordan Clarkson and Josh Hart because you could have blocked me a little bit there. Um, Ooh, but I yeah, Jordan Clarkson's the easy pick. I just don't know who I'm taking next.
1: So now we're onto the bench. Six names remain. We both have three bench spots to fill. Um, I don't know, Daniel. There is. I'm eyeballing one person because there's some bad players left. There's some, there's some decent yeah. players, and there's some bad players. I mean, one of us is naturally right. going to get that. but I'm going to type it in the doc, and that's how I'm going to tell you. Okay. <laughs> yep, you went with who I went with, who I yep. was going to go with. Maritz Wagner, Mo Wagner. Um, Mo Wagner. Yeah, that's a smart pick because if you look at who's remaining, he's the only center. Um, He's... There's only one power forward remaining now, and that power forward is not very good, uh, <laughs> to say the <laughs> least. And that's a smart pick because, oh, well, he probably was the best player remaining anyways, but just position-wise, you kind of screwed me over there. Yes, sir. <sighs> so I guess we're running a small ball lineup over here at the, the Lexington. What's my team? Can't be the Lakers. Lexington. Lexington Lancers? The Lexington Lancers. I like that. There we go. And then we the all... Lexington. And we're sponsored by... Uh, what car company makes a Lancer? Toyota? <laughs> I don't know anything about cars.
0: The Lancer car. I don't it's know. A Mitsubishi. <laughs>
1: okay. So we play at the Mitsubishi Arena. The Lexington Lancers. <sighs> Over here at the Lexington Lancers. Okay. Small ball lineup. I'm going to go with... Sveta... Sveta... Svia to... yeah, no, no. I want to hear you say it. <laughs> Sviatoslav Mikhailik. I mean, no. Oh, gosh. But nice try. Svi. Svi... What do they just call him?
0: Just Svi? V... Yeah, Svi. You want me to pronounce it for you? Yes, please. <laughs> Sviatoslav Mikhailuk.
1: Maybe he should have been on my scariest Lakers list just because I'm scared to say his name. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't really know how he's playing for the Detroit Pistons. I'm going to be totally honest with you. Uh, But I know when he was on the Lakers, there was a lot of promise of him just being a nice off-ball shooter. Uh, He shot really well in college. I believe he played for Kansas? Am I right there? Yes, Kansas. Uh, Yeah.
0: Was it Kansas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Kansas. Uh,
1: He did shoot 40% from beyond the arc on five attempts per game. So that's not bad. Uh, He's just going to be an off-ball threat. He's going to come off the bench. He's going to be the next Kyle Korver. um, And we're going to market the hell out of him. Because people in Lexington, you know, they're they're not going to know how to say his name either. So we're going to market him. (laughs) <laughs> um, and then we have the seventh guy on our bench. Now there's two things I could do here. There is, I could, I could build for the future or I could pick someone who's going to be a little bit better right away. He didn't really do anything this past year, but neither did neither guy really did anything, but this guy can play three positions and the other guy can only play two. So I have a shooting guard slash small forward in Svi. I have, Three players who pretty much are guards already in my starting lineup. Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, Lonzo Ball. Um, either way, with my last pick, I'm going to get a power forward or small forward just based on who's remaining. I'm going to go with... You know, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go with THT, Taylor Horton Tucker. I'm going to take Damn. your word for it and hope that he one day develops into a really plus defender at the NBA level with his length. And I hope that happens soon because the Lexington Lancers, we need, you know, we need contributions now because our bench is kind of rough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: that's who I would have taken very easily. THC. Uh, I think that's a good pick. All right. I think my decision's kind of easy. Um, I'm going to go with Isaac Bonga. Like, that's an easy one. Yeah. I'm, I mean,. Just so the listeners know, like the, the last two names we're looking at here are Ryan Kelly and <laughs> Anthony Brown. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with the guy who actually kind of played at the NBA level, <laughs> like okay. he legit played minutes. I'm gonna go with Ryan Kelly. Uh,
1: okay. Okay. Yeah, that's so who I want. one
0: with Anthony Brown.
1: <laughs> look, Anthony Brown. Look, man, he's averaging. Four points a game with the Lakers, that's not bad. Four points in only only twenty minutes. He only averaged four points in twenty minutes. Uh, it, it is kind of he's a small forward, so that kind of screws me over. I was hoping you would uh, pick him. I don't know why you would have, but I was hoping you would pick him so I could at least have some size off the bench. And Ryan Kelly, what do you think Anthony Brown is up to nowadays, Daniel?
0: I'm gonna look him Let, up. You know what? Let's go look him up. <laughs>
1: Anthony Brown basketball. We uh,
0: do.
1: He plays for the Metropolitans ninety two of LNB. Pro A, the highest tier level of French basketball. Okay, so he's he's playing at the professional level. He's still in shape. He's playing other professional basketball players. Is Ryan Kelly still playing pro basketball? I don't know. Uh um, I guess we'll have to figure that out. So he played um, in the Lincoln. Then he
0: played And there's out. no other former NBA players on his team, Anthony Brown. That's okay. So that's hmm. okay.
1: Look, he played for uh in twenty eighteen, he played for Partizan, who is a Serbian basketball team. They are a dynasty over there. Uh, Then he played for Moguez CSP. Uh, They're in France, you know, powerhouse team. Then he went to Fuenlabrada for a season. Uh, They are also in the Liga ACB, which is Spain. Okay. And now he's at the Metropolitan's 92. Look, he's been all around the world. He's multicultural. Uh, He's an NBA D-League All-Star. Was Ryan Kelly an NBA D-League All-Star? I don't know.
0: You know what's funny is um, that one team, the Uh Fuenlabrada,
1: uh-huh.
0: I, I think I pronounced that correctly, uh, Anthony Brown was playing for former Laker draft pick Christian Ayenga is also on that team.
1: Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There he so, is.
0: Uh, yeah. yeah, he was drafted by uh, the Lakers basically in 2009. Um, oh, no, you know what? He just became a Laker in 2012. He was in their D-League affiliate.
1: Gotcha. Um, mm-hmm. So, Anthony Brown, I don't know how to look at his stats. I don't know where the stats for the LNB Pro A are. Um, but look, you know, he's playing professional basketball. This league was founded in 1929, 99 years ago. Is the NBA that old? I don't know. I don't think so. Um, Anthony Brown, he's in a prestigious league on a prestigious team, multicultural. And he's going to bring culture to Lexington. That's what he's going to do. Ryan Kelly? You I just have... look up his stats, Jason. Anthony Brown's?
0: Yeah, so they're in their season right now. The 2020-2021 season. He's played 3 games so far. He's averaging 12 points a game, 4 boards, 3 assists across 28 minutes. Okay. But last season in France, he averaged 13 points. He shot 46% from 3.
1: Oh. Okay, we got a sharpshooter on our bench. Yep. I'm going to write an article that the Lakers need to look into re-signing Anthony Brown for the bench. for the bench. I love it. Uh, Ryan Kelly is currently on the Sun Rockers, Sun Rockers Shibuya, of the um, B League, which is in Japan. So interesting. I don't know his stats, but I don't know. I think I might take Anthony Brown. James Michael McAdoo. I wonder if that guy's related to Bob McAdoo. I think James Michael I, McAdoo is related to Bob McAdoo. I would imagine, yeah. Um, he's a two-time NBA champion. On the Warriors. That's cool. Oh, yeah.
0: James McAdoo, yeah. That's cool. I didn't know that's who you were talking about. Yeah. Oh, so he's also playing with Ryan Kelly. That's what you're saying?
1: Yes. Got it. So is uh, Charles Jackson from America? I don't know if you know who that is. No, I don't. I do know who James McAdoo is, yeah.
0: Because he was always like one of those bench guys that never got any minutes from the Warriors unless they were blowing teams out. Yeah. (laughs) That's funny.
1: All right, so my team, starting five of, let's click back over, Ivika Zubac at center, Larry Nance Jr., power forward, Brandon Ingram, small forward, Josh Hart, shooting guard, Lonzo Ball, point guard. Then off the bench we have Svi, Svi Sviatoslav Mikaliuk at the six, Taylor Horton Tucker at the seven, Anthony Brown, Mr. Multicultural, Mr. Worldwide, he's taking that from number uh, <laughs> my eighth spot on the bench. Daniel, what's your team? All right, so I got Thomas
0: Bryant at center, Julius Randle and Kuzma as my forwards, Jordan Clarkson and D'Lo as my guards, and then my bench is Mo Wagner, Isaac Bonga, and Ryan Kelly.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, those are two interesting teams. Uh, I could see why the Lakers uh, traded away most of these guys, if not all <laughs> of them, besides Kyle Kuzma and well, Tht I guess, but he's only he hasn't really played. Um, and
0: Julius Randle, I guess, they didn't
1: technically oh, yeah. trade him. They should have. I don't know why they didn't. Um, yeah, it was weird. If you create a starting five with just our players, that's not too bad. We got Zubac, then we'd have Randle, then we'd have Ingram, then we'd probably have Clarkson or Hart. That's kind of a toss-up. And then we'd have Russell over Lonzo. Like, that's not bad. Uh, if we created... I feel like you start Russell and Lonzo together. Oh, so Russell at the two and then Lonzo at point. Josh Hart- yeah. Clarkson off the bench. I like that. I can get behind that. I think
0: that that is a 50-win team. Not going to lie.
1: Wow. I do. I'm going to put it on uh, (laughs) NBA 2K and simulate a season and see how good they do. Uh, Yeah. I don't have 2K. I don't know how to operate 2K. That's the one sports game I didn't really ever get into. All right, Daniel. Scariest Lakers of all time. So it could be for a myriad of reasons. It could be physically intimidating (laughs) and scary. It could be scary because of what he represents. It could be uh, in, you know, Lakers history. It could be scary because X, Y, and Z. I don't know. You're chuckling a lot. I want to know who is your first overall pick for the scariest Laker of all time.
0: So the one I'm chuckling about is not the one I'm taking first overall because I don't anticipate you taking my guy that I keep laughing about. Okay. All right. So... I'm gonna go with the easy route here and I'm gonna go with Dennis Rodman
1: oh I was hoping Dennis... you'd forget about Dennis Rodman
0: oh yeah no trust me I know Dennis Rodman played a couple games for the Lakers I think he's the craziest player in NBA history yeah I mean what 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 an animal
1: I mean he married himself so um... <laughs> man and he dated Carmen Electro what a stud yeah uh you know scary on the court just physically menacing he'll beat you up Um, And he likes to party, as we saw in the last dance, just, like, went to Vegas and just partied. Um, He's a Hall of Famer, two-time defensive player of the year. Yeah, I'm pretty scared of Dennis Rodman, too. Um, I mean, one of his nicknames, which... (laughs) These nicknames on Basketball Reference always make me laugh because this person could be called that, like, one time, and then they'll just, uh, you know, put it as a nickname. But his last one listed is El Loco. So... (laughs) What does that say? I see Psycho. (laughs) Yeah. Rodzilla. I love (laughs) Rodzilla.
0: Rodzilla. Dennis the Menace, the Worm. (laughs) Demolition Man. (laughs) These are great. We should look at these for all of our picks.
1: Oh, there was a nickname. I was laughing earlier when we were talking. I got to look at it. It was one of the people we were just talking about on our uh, Lakers draft, and they had a funny nickname. Uh, Let's see if I can find it. I'm just going back through all my names here.
0: Oh, it was, I don't know, but Ryan Kelly is the white
1: raven. <laughs> it was uh, Ivica Zubach. Uh, one oh, of them no. is Zoo Alcindor. Who's calling him Zoo Alcindor? <laughs> I've
0: heard that. Man, really? I've heard Zublocka, <laughs> Somebody called him Zoopak.
1: <laughs> I love that so much. I, oh, my God. I don't know what you need to get a nickname on Basketball Reference. I swear, if it's just mentioned, we should try. I'm going to make up a, a nickname for someone. I'm going to call... Uh, Anthony Brown, Mr. Worldwide, in a, in a Lake Show Life article and see if it goes on to the basketball reference. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I just looked up Anthony Brown. His only thing is AB3.
1: Yeah. Yeah, AB3. That worked out. Oh,
0: you got me going down this rabbit hole. They call <laughs> Josh Hart Josh Barkley. <laughs> I don't like where I want to. Oh, the Lonzo ball one's got to be good.
1: LeBron's got a bunch.
0: Oh, the only one he has is Zoe.
1: Okay. It's kind of. LeBron's got a bunch. LeBron's got, obviously, King James, LBJ, Chosen One, Bron Bron, The Little Emperor. Uh, I remember this one. This one was for Michelle Beadle back in the Sports Nation days. The Akron Hammer. I thought that one was actually pretty badass. Uh, Yeah, that's pretty cool. L-Train. Never heard L-Train. Who's the guy? Isn't someone called, like, LeBron Jr. or, like, the LeBron Stopper? Is it Eric Bledsoe? Yeah, Mini LeBron. (laughs) It's his nickname. Yeah. (laughs) That's
0: funny. Brendan Ingram is Slender Man, (laughs) Tiny Dog, and Humble Beast.
1: Tiny Dog. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
0: my gosh. These are so good, man. These are so good.
1: Okay, so for the scariest Uh, Lakers, uh, I figured we wouldn't do a snake draft because there's only three of them. We'll just go back and forth if that's fine with you. Okay. Yep. It's my first overall pick. (sighs) It's going to be a man... You know, I would say he is this generation. Well, it's not even this generation anymore. It is our younger generation's version of Dennis Rodman. And I even... know who
0: you're taking because he's number two on my list.
1: And that's Meta World Peace, yep. A.K.A. What is is? Didn't he change his name? Meta. Sandiford? Uh Meta. Meta.
0: I, you know what? Yeah, I mean, he's changed his name so many times.
1: Uh, now his name is Meta Sandiford Artest. Um, mm-hmm. is, I'm guessing maybe Sandiford is his wife's name or something. Um, Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Look, his name might have been World Peace for most of his tenure on the Lakers, but we all know that back in you know Meta's—I'm just gonna call Meta—back in Meta's prime, uh, he was you know one of the most you know physical players in the league, intimidating, the mouse at the palace, all that kind of stuff. Uh, If there (laughs) is one player from the last you know not counting Rodman, but one player from the last fifteen years that I would not want to get in a fistfight with, I can't find anyone. You know, other than Meta World Peace, a.k.a. True Warrior, a.k.a. Ron Ron, a.k.a. The Panda's Friend, a.k.a. Beast.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Meta World Peace. Uh, All right. So, I'm kind of debating right now. Hmm. Hmm. All right. So, I just wanted to make sure that this man actually played in a Laker uniform. Okay. Um... Have you ever heard of a man by the name of Javaris Crittenton?
1: That rings a bell, yes.
0: He is the man that pulled a gun
1: on Mr. Gilbert
0: Arenas while playing for the Washington Wizards. And he's currently in prison. Oh, (laughs) jeez. I had to take him. He's scary, man. (laughs) They, They fought over a card game that Gilbert Arenas took half of Javaris Crittenton's salary. As an NBA player, in he was so upset that he brought a gun to the locker room and pulled it on Gilbert Arenas.
1: <laughs> oh my god! What a monster! What, what he played on know, the Lakers?
0: We're, we're Terry. That's scary.
1: That that is scary. What's it? It's what's some Crittenden bird or Javaris Crittenton? Crittenton. He played on the Lakers. Yes.
0: Crittenton. Yeah.
1: In two thousand nine. Javaris. Are you on his basketball reference page?
0: Oh wow! Uh, no, I'm actually on Wikipedia. So, he, so there were two things. So he—I don't think he got arrested for the whole Gilbert Arenas incident, but in 2011, Crittenton was charged with the murder of a 22-year-old mother of four. He pled guilty to manslaughter in 2015 and was sentenced to 23 years in prison. Wow. So he'll be in prison till 2038.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's scary. Yeah. Scary man. <laughs> I thought we were going to go lighthearted here and that took a a dark turn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, he's scary. Come on now. <laughs> okay. Had to take him. Had to take him.
1: My second overall pick, I'm going to go with Now, okay, so you said this before we recorded and I had a really good poker face because I didn't laugh. But I had him on my list. And you said his name. And that's Robert Sacre. Second oh scariest laker of all time. Not of all time, but second scariest Laker because of the moment in Lakers history he represents. He was on the team for the first season, uh, so 2012-2013, the last time they made the playoffs. was on the team for three years past that. It's just the embodiment. I've said this before on the podcast. When I think of those mediocre Laker years, for whatever reason, the first player I think of every single time is Robert Sacre. Um, Yeah. He looks like someone really familiar. Like I, I feel like everyone has an uncle or something that looks like Robert Sacre. Um, <laughs> he just, I don't Dude. know who it is. Is it Pitbull? I know this is like the fourth Pitbull reference on this podcast, but he looks like, look like someone football. Pitbull with a goatee. Yeah. Oh, when you look up Pitbull on Google, it's the dog um, oh. <laughs> Pitbull with goatee. Uh, maybe not Pitbull. I don't know. He looks like, I feel like everyone has an uncle or like a family friend that looks like Robert Sacre. Um and it's just a scary time in Lakers history, the worst stretch ever in Lakers history, and every time I hear his name I shudder. So Robert Sac- Sacre Sacre? I don't know. I don't care anymore. Robert Sacre. Sacre. Yep, Sacre. He's scary. That is so
0: funny. I was just joking, man. I was just kidding. I thought there was no way, but I like the reasoning behind it.
1: Oh, fun fact. He played on the Sun Rockers. With Ryan no Kelly. No, wait. Wait, maybe not with Ryan Kelly, but Ryan Kelly's on the Sun Rockers. He, Sakurai also played on the Sun Rockers. I don't know if at the same time. 2017 to 2019. Ryan Kelly. Let's see. 2018 to present. So, yeah, they play, spent two seasons together on oh the my uh, God. Sun Rockers. So, th- those terrible Laker teams just went and played <laughs> for the Sun Rockers. <laughs> oh,
0: my God. So, I'm now I'm curious. You're going to make me go down this Japanese basketball rabbit hole. <laughs> oh it's hitachi sun rockers yep let's see i should have a lot of so robert sacre uh oh man yeah josh harrelson and brandon dawson i remember brandon dawson when he was drafted interesting dang that's crazy yep (laughs) oh my gosh in 2017-2018, Robert Sacre played 26 minutes a game and averaged 17 and 8.
1: Wow. That's yeah, he was, he was their leading scorer on the team. Wow. Who is the guy? There's an old NBA player who went and played in like <laughs> China for like 10 years and he's like a legend there now. Former NBA oh, player sure. China. Like they like built a statue after him. Oh my gosh. I'll I'll look this up while you give me your third pick.
0: Is it? It's not Nate Robinson, right?
1: No, it's like an older player played in like the 90s. Stefan Marbury.
0: Oh, yes, yeah, Stephon Marbury. Yep.
1: Yeah, he's like, they like built statues after him and all this stuff. Like he's like, I guess, really good. Maybe That's he's the crazy. GOAT of the CBA.
0: <laughs> all right, so you ready for my third pick? Yep. So I'm between two guys. All right, so I, I came into this whole thing with five people total. Okay. Um I still got two left. I don't know what direction I want to go in. So I took a crazy man in Mr. Dennis Rodman. Yeah. I took another crazy killer in Mr. Uh, Javaris Crittenton. Yep. So you know what? We're going to go a little bit on the soft side. All right. I want to go with Wilt Chamberlain, the man who claims that he slept with 20,000 women over the course of <laughs> oh, his NBA career. Oh jeez.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: We'll... I mean, I had to. I I had to bust that one out, man.
1: I mean, he may be, uh, you know, he's seven foot one. If I ever saw Wilt Chamberlain, uh, I would be terrified. Um, he's literally called Wilt the Stilt. That was one of his nicknames alongside the Big Dipper. Dippity Dip. Oh no, Dippy and Dip. Excuse me, not Dippity Dip. Um, (laughs) The Load, Big Musty, and the Record Book. Big Musty. Now that's like a wrestling name. That's like a down south back before WWE in the territorial days. Like big, I'm gonna go wrestle Big Musty. Um, maybe that was his name in the bedroom. Um, <laughs> yeah. I love Chamberlain. I
0: love I love I, this, man. I, Yeah,
1: I I passed I'm over the hear... load with the innuendo on that one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am going to Dude, I Dude,
1: those numbers are scary. 50 points, 25 rebounds in 1961-62. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, pretty crazy.
0: I'm telling you, you have convinced me to go down this rabbit hole of looking at all the NBA stars and their nicknames. Like <laughs> That's so much fun. <laughs> it's, you can make a game out of that. <laughs>
1: it's just so it's so funny because half of them it's like I've never even heard of. Like who gave them this nickname? You know what I mean? I, I, I honestly, honestly, man, like there are some that
0: make sense. Like I remember Chris Anderson back in the day. You remember Birdman?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And I mean, like I don't know, LeBron is LBJ, or like those are normal nicknames. And Kuz is Kuzma, Kyle Kuzma. Yeah. But then you look at Will Chamberlain, it's like the big musty and <laughs> the load. Like, what? Who who realistically went up to this man and said, hey, what's up, load? Like, dude, okay. <laughs> now I'm on Shaq's page because he was the last one I have, and I don't know if that's who you're going to take.
1: Are you, are you going to take Shaq? No, I'm not. I'm on his page, though. He was okay. on my list, but I'm not taking him. I just want to say that
0: uh, his nicknames include things like Diesel, okay. The Big Aristotle.
1: I've heard that one. (laughs) Shaq,
0: (laughs) Boo, Shaq Daddy,
1: (laughs) and then (laughs) Warrior, (laughs) just Warrior,
0: Warrior, Warrior, and Superman. That makes sense. And Shaq, oh my,
1: (laughs) these are so great. Lamar Odom, L O, Candyman, the goods, the package,
0: the Um, package.
1: Yeah. What about Kobe? I wonder if Kobe has. Extra nicknames. The Black Mamba, Kobe. Black, K, KB24. Uh, KB, yeah, sure. yeah. Vino, Vino, Vino. Showboat. Little Flying Warrior.
0: <laughs> Damn, isn't that what they call them in, uh, like, China?
1: I think so. Isn't there that thing where it's, like, some of the the nicknames, like, translate weird? Like, yes. Steph Curry has a weird one. So maybe that does explain Little Flying Warrior. Let's look at Steph Curry's nicknames now. This is fun. Steph... Baby-faced assassin, Chef Curry, the human torch, and (laughs) Threesis. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I just looked it up. Threesis. Kobe, they call them Peter Pan.
0: Oh, wow. Basically, overseas, which translates to like their characters or whatever, translate to little flying warrior. Gotcha. But it also translates to chatterbox.
1: Wow. How does it translate
0: to, to. I don't know. I don't, know.
1: I I don't mean, know. The English language has words that mean multiple things. Um,
0: Shaq is the giant shark. Clay Thompson is the Buddha. You were saying Steph Curry had one?
1: I thought so, yeah.
0: Um, okay, yeah. We we can't say this on the podcast, but it translates to F's the sky. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I I mean, that. yeah. Explicit the
1: sky, <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Um, all yeah. right. My third and final pick. I have two. Both of them are somewhat recent. Uh, not somewhat. They are recent. Um, one of them might be recency bias, so I'm not going to pick it. No, I'm going to pick it anyways. I'm going Danny Green. Oh, no. <laughs> because if I have a game-winning shot on the line to win the NBA Finals and Danny Green's wide open, I'm scared for my life as a Laker fan. I'm not scared as the other team. I'm rooting for Danny Green to take that three. Uh, I'm still not over. Danny Green actually had a quote saying he doesn't owe an apology to Laker fans, uh, which I agree. Uh-huh. I, I don't think he needs to come out and yeah, like, apologize. Not. However, it doesn't mean I have to forget about it, Mr. Danny Green. Uh, you shelled up in the playoffs. That's the fact of the matter. You don't have to apologize for it, but you can't pretend like it didn't happen. Um, you missed the biggest shot of the year. It's okay. They ended up winning. Can you imagine if all the things, you know, all like the death threats and all that. It's terrible. That people should never do that. I hate that. But, like, just from like a like a like you know how dwight howard was hated by laker fans you know in a respectful you know kind of like we don't like you but we're not going to take it to an extreme way if that would have happened like if the lakers wouldn't have won the finals like how much they would have people would have hated danny green like forever like it would have been crazy i think it would have been the most despised laker of all time i mean yeah i i can't think of anyone else like yeah
0: smush parker
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean Dwight was up there, but, I mean, he's kind of redeemed himself. So, look, he shot 33% in the playoffs. He missed the biggest shot of the year. He had a headache the whole time, apparently. Um, (laughs) And maybe he'll get traded. I don't know. But I'm a little scared of Danny Green because I'm scared when the game's on the line and he has a big shot. My other one that I was going to say, but I didn't, a man by the name of Luol Dang, because that contract, really scary. Yeah, that's another good one for sure. Um Lual Dang's nicknames the man from Sudan. Sudan. So do you say the (laughs) mon? I don't know. And Dang 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 Dangerous. Like dangerous? Dangerous. Dangerous. Dang Dang, dang dangerous? Okay. That kind of makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Who's calling him dangerous?
0: (laughs) Dangerous? That's pretty funny. That is pretty funny.
1: Pau Gasol, meal ticket, ET, and Kung Pao okay e. T. okay well yeah et oh dude that's kind of messed up because like i could see how he kind of looks like et a little bit
0: bro no <laughs> is that what it's
1: about i don't know but after i saw e. T. and i looked at his picture on basketball reference i could kind of oh i could kind of see it a little bit i'm gonna look at google Paul gasol et um i don't even see anything who called him et uh, who knows, man.
0: I'm going to look up Luol Dang E.T. and see, just see what pops up.
1: Lu- Luol dang E.T.?
0: Wait, who are you saying looks like E.T.? Pau Gasol.
1: His, his nickname oh, was E.T.
0: my God. Yeah, he does look like E.T. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> oh, no. Oh,
0: no. Oh, my
1: God. Yeah, that's why I was saying after I saw it and I looked at him, am like, I could kind of see that a little oh. bit. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Poor pal Gasol. He's kind of got, like, the neck for it, too. Um, Oh, that sucks. It's all (laughs) right. It's all right. It's just a funny comparison.
0: (laughs) That's so funny.
1: All right. So that was a little bit of a fun episode. Uh, Everyone enjoy a safe Halloween no matter what you're doing. Uh, Send us – if anyone's dressing up as some Lakers, send us your costume. Uh, If you got, like, a a creative Lakers costume. I don't know how you could get creative with it, but – Maybe you're dressing up as E.T. and saying you're Pau Gasol. I don't know. Um, <laughs> you guys know Daniel? Nah, man. Go Lakers. Go Lakers.